Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Whereas, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Josh Walston. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, Lance, Lance. Yep. Yep. Gotta tell you. I'm uh, very okay. enthusiastic and impressed and um, thrilled at the uh, feedback I've received from the VOD pod and program. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of uh, working, and by by thinking, I mean I've already started <laughs> on building that thing out to like a half-day thing. So oh, wow. We'll see how well, that Well, that uh, definitely uh, escalated. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Um, I actually have a, a patient who's a psychiatrist. Um, oh, really? Who is like a, uh, she runs. The I would men- be afraid to say anything around oh, her. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got to be really careful. Um, <laughs> she runs the mental health uh, program at like a big corporation, like for their wellness oh. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually having lunch with her at the end of the next week to talk about uh different things that maybe I should think about putting in or, or literature and stuff like that. Cause I, I, I was looking through stuff on PubMed and uh-huh. uh, surprisingly there's a lot of stuff. So I think there's a lot of, I've got my work cut out for me. I got to read some stuff. So, um, I don't know. So I look at, have you ever heard of Judy K Masolf? No. Judy K is a speaker who's been at it forever. And I don't mean that to make her sound old or anything because like, she's not. I just mean okay. she's I'm just about like, to go there. <laughs> it just means like she's she's at every like she's at every big meeting. Okay. Um, like on rotation, so she'll you know she's at Greater New York every other year and mm, Chicago okay. Midwinter every other year, and so just it's just a tour. You should be on tour all the time. Um, and it's the same program. She's the same program she's done for like ten years. It's called Delivering Wow. She had it first. What? Just FYI. She had it first. <laughs> Title was stolen from her. Okay. She's All the right. one that came up with that. Um, I don't want to put another person who may use that title on blast, but um, uh-huh. when you steal a title from someone... Yeah, that's kind of... It kind of sets the table. You're going to steal other stuff from other people. Yeah. But I'm not... Uh-huh. Again, I'm not I'm not throwing shade. I'm not accusing. Um, or like Uchi. Do you know Uchi? Uchi Odiatu? Uh Yeah. So Uchi talks a lot about like wellness stuff and diet and all that exercise as a dentist and all that. And he's a dentist. Um, okay. Yeah. And and same thing for Uchi. He's just on tour. Um, okay. Or Lois Banta. Just they're just on tour. It's the same program. It's just okay. an ATM yeah. machine. It's the same program at the time. And I've always been somewhat jealous of that because my stuff changes all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd also love to just have a thing. And just like right. that be my corner. Um, and maybe this is it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it seems like a, a natural fit for you. <laughs> you accusing me <laughs> of anything? Uh, no. Indirectly. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> no, so I, I've been and I've been talking to Mike a lot about it, and uh-huh. uh, and Mike said he was surprised. He didn't think Uchi. No offense to Uchi, but he didn't think Uchi be able to sort of. He didn't think Dennis wanted to hear that kind of stuff, uh, uh-huh. like what Uchi does, like talking right. about you know health and wellness and nutrition and stuff like that. So he's like, if Uchi can can do that for the physical side, there's right. no reason somebody couldn't do it for the for the you know for the mental side. And so uh, right. I just think it's something that, uh, you know, I, I think as a dentist, if I were at a meeting and there were a medical professional talking about that, but sort of abstractly and just like reading textbook definitions of different Mm -hmm. diagnoses and whatnot, I'm not sure that I would, that would resonate with me. Right. But if somebody who's a practicing dentist and going through the same stuff that I go through every day and knows the stress and knows the stuff. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, I feel like I sure. would be a little bit more receptive to the message. And, and then, you know, again, kind of like I've said before, like being transparent about, you know, and kind of, I guess being an open book. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what this turns into. Um, Mike is helping me on a little video that I'm going to make to send to the meeting people that I know to just let them know, like, Hey, I got this new thing. And I think it's important. This is why I think it's important. You should book me at your meeting. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. If you got any meeting planners or people who do study clubs or whatever listening to this show, you want to talk about it, um, let me know. That'd be great. Yeah. Very cool. Um, you went to wine country recently, yeah? I did. I did. Tell me all about it, buddy. Well, um, my wife is looking at a, a second career. She runs the front desk, but she wants out of dentistry. And uh, what better place to go than the wine industry? So oh, yeah. she's, uh, we, we visited, I have a friend that practices down in Sonoma. Uh, Wayne, shout out to Wayne Sutton. And uh, we had visited a while ago and really liked it. So we went back and liked it again. So we planned a group uh, little weekend with some friends and, um, so we, we started off, actually, we started off, um, we, we timed it because one year we just happened to be on our way to the airport and just need to grab a bite to eat and saw a big line out in front of this building. So we Uh-oh. parked the car, got in line and, and asked everybody, why are we here? <laughs> That's a sociology <laughs> experiment. Have you ever seen that? Like we're just two guys no. just stand in front of a brick wall and start a line. And before you know it, people <laughs> just start getting in line behind them because there's a line. They're no, they don't know why they're in line. Oh, really? That's... <laughs> That's cool. So uh, apparently there, uh, there's a famous beer called Pliny the Younger. Yeah. And uh, we're like... Pliny the Elder too, right? Pliny there's the Elder is available ones. all the time. But okay. Pliny the Younger is, is only brewed for two weeks out of the year. Or it's only available two weeks out of the year, the first two weeks of uh, February. And Why we just happen that, to... What's it, the it's deal? A, it's a triple IPA. And it's so hard to do that, that they only just do it one time. So basically okay. one big old batch. So it's not like they're relying on some like seasonal fruit or something. That no, only in it. it's just that it's a pain. It's a, it's a pain in the ass. So they do it, and it won some award or something, and got everybody interested. And now it just become a cult following. So people plan vacations around it and stuff. People were in line for eight hours, and Holly was bright enough to say, "Well, what if we scheduled a tour of the brewery? Because the part of the tour is a taste of Pliny the Younger. So we got a taste of it." Nice. Um, the, what happens if you get in line, they'll, they'll give you one pour per hour and for three hours. Like you, you don't, you can't just take up your share of it. You can't buy it out. You can't anything. They, they're very strict on it. It's crazy. So we started that off on Thursday or uh, Friday. 
and then we went to a, a couple different wineries and, and had dinner in, uh, it was Valentine's day on Friday. So we, we did a Valentine dinner at a nice place in Napa. Owen, no trees. It's an Italian place. Very, very nice. good. Great service. Great food. Probably not French laundry, but it was certainly, uh, up there. And, nice. um, a couple favorite places that we wanted to take our friends, uh, Castella de Amorosa or, uh, Chant- now, is Chateau that, Montalena. That's the lady from the apprentice, right? Right, right. And right that's after her, she got fired. Winery. Yeah, she got fired she, and Trump set her up with a winery in, in uh, Sonoma. He did. He did. He did. And it's amazing how it just took off. And the best thing ever was her getting fired. Of course, as it, as it normally is. It's, <laughs> Usually uh, is. One door opens. The best thing that can happen to somebody is get fired from the Trump administration. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was fun. It was very educational. It is pretty eye-opening when some... Uh, a psalm will sit down and, and explain a couple things to you and you know yeah. tilt your glass this way and, and look at the way the light is here and you're like oh i had i had no idea tastes great it, less, it's less a filling. little yeah wine is a little like dentistry in that it's science and art together right yeah and so the yep. really great winemakers have the viticulture down and they know that part of it and then they're but they're also um artists and they know how to blend and they know how to yeah you know, uh-huh. pull different flavors out and whatnot. I mean, it's, it's, it's very impressive. Um, I think the most important question, Lance, Uh huh. did you get messed up? Uh, probably legally, but no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not saying like, did you forget your name? Uh-huh. Uh, did, did you go into a fugue state and wander down route 29? I'm not asking that. I'm just saying, didn't, did you get your buzz on? Oh, definitely got the buzz on. Okay, that's all. That's all that matters, man. That's that's yeah. the, that's the key to the wine trip. You just got to get your buzz on. Other than that's that, right. Everything after Wait, that is just gravy. And and it's all a matter of can you can you keep it in perpetual motion that's for an extended period of time. You know, I, I talk to Andrea about this a lot. It mm-hmm. is the the idea that I really think that going to a college that had tailgating uh-huh. is what taught me how to ride the wave. And so, gotcha. what I mean by riding the wave is. You know, if you if you crest the wave too early on, uh-huh. on the buzz, uh-huh. it it screws your whole day. So if you if you're doing like what you're doing, where you're doing multiple tastings throughout a day, there has to be some pace there, right? Right, right. And that, it's the definitely. same thing with tailgating. If you're tailgating all day and it's a night game, if you blow your 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 etoh wad. At eleven thirty a.m., it's lights out, and the yeah. you know it, it's done. And so you got to learn how to get a buzz and then ride uh-huh. the buzz and drink right. just enough to keep the buzz going without right. cresting the wave. Exactly. And honestly, you can't have a hangover if you never sober up. That is sort of that's <laughs> I think needs to be on your VOD T-shirt. Next I, level I believe is the deal. Okay. Yeah, that's that's okay. the that is the. Um, <laughs> Do you remember that thing, the secret <laughs> that was real popular? Like, in yeah. home? that's actually uh-huh. the secret. That's actually uh-huh. you pay you pay like five hundred dollars, and that's what it is. Uh-huh. It's just sounds about right. You can't get a hangover <laughs> if you don't sober up. That's the secret. Um, so thanks for telling everybody. Yeah. You're, yep. You're welcome. We got, a, just... <laughs> we got an email I wanted to read from a listener. Oh yeah. Uh, this listener's name is Pete. Uh, Pete says, "Josh and Lance, enjoy the show. My son recommended your podcast after he heard you speak at a young dentist conference in." Illinois. I anticipate every week's podcast as I listen on my walk to work in the morning. Oh, wow. 
I love the references to Gordon. I'm a mentor in Gordon's practical clinical courses in Provo. So I understand your obsession with Gordo. Our mentor group is about 30 people. I sent an email recommending your podcast to everyone. (laughs) We're mostly old white guys. So I don't know if you'll get many more listeners, but I thought it was worth a shot. Keep up the fun (laughs) shows. Pete, P.S. Christmas shoes made me cry. (laughs) I, the thing that I'm sort of have after reading this email a few times that I'm Uh low-key obsessed with is walking to work. Yeah. That is super cool. Now I'm a, I'm assuming that there may be a lot of dentists like in Manhattan that walk to work. Okay. Sure. But what percentage of dentists do you think walk to their office? I don't think many. It's gotta be like a very small percentage. I think so. Do you remember um, sort of the olden day? And I want to say the olden days, but there was mm-hmm. a day in dentistry where a dental office would be in a house and the office yeah. would be on the first floor and the dentist would live above yeah. the office. Uh huh. And I actually know a dentist in a small town in Texas named Jerry Hobson who has that same deal still to this day, Uh huh. which I think is... Super cool, but also could be a massive pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I met a guy in near Antwerp that uh, practiced on, just off to the side, separate entry and everything like that. But yeah, I don't know that I would want that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I like a little privacy, and I don't think you'd you'd be able to really have yeah. that. I'm thinking maybe back in the day when people had respect. Yeah. That's that's where I was going to go next. Yeah, I, I think I don't think it would have been a problem. But today, I just feel like people would show up, like knocking on the door. Well, you know, Karen is going to be knocking twice, right. demanding it, to talk to Doc. Right, and you also know that, like, oh, hey, we had this discussion about this this big amalgam and and stress fracture, you know, twenty four months ago, and it broke on a Friday, and now you're here on Friday night. Like, I'm trying to watch. Uh-huh. Um, press your luck no whammies no whammies no whammies with my wife Uh and here you are on my doorstep this is my time call on monday i feel like in the 60s when people wore ties and and suits on airplanes like that i I just don't think you'd have to worry about that but now i feel like it would be a shit show so I'm curious totally. how long the walk is. You know, is it less than a mile? Is it half a mile? Is this an urban setting? Um, yeah, you know, I don't know. That'd be curious. I think that's super cool. I love the idea of walking to work. I think it's very, um, it seems very like mid-century modern to me. You know, kind of a madman sort of deal, you know? Sure, yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Pete, for the shout out. Um, I wonder what that mentor group is like. Yeah, I'm curious. Pete's got to email us back and uh, yeah, give more details. Yeah, tell us all about that. I'm, I'm very curious. Does Gordon come into these meetings? Is he around? I'd love to know more about it. Uh, Lance, this is an advice show. It's a shitty one. <laughs> we answer your questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Not this week. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best wine region? 
because we all know that Provo, Utah is the best wine region ever. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Um, real quick off the top of your head, uh-huh. what, uh, what varietal do you think is Gordon Christensen's favorite varietal of wine? Gerstermeiner. Oh, I love a, a good Gewurzt is great. <laughs> Um, it's a, that's actually a really good pool wine. Arista Vineyards in Sonoma makes a really good Gewurz. Oh, I did um, not know that. That that I that I uh, it, I think is it's really good. You know, it's a good summer wine where where it's hot. Maybe not so much there, but here, mm. um, you know, you need like a good rosé or you know, I mean, you're not gonna like drink a Merlot while sitting in the pool or around. No, the pool, you know, so no. a Gewurz is good for that. We've been pounding rosés. Um, can I ask a dumb question? Aren't they all? Before we get into the regular questions. The sacrament is generally served as wine, correct? Uh-huh. Well, not at Gordon's place. Okay. What 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 is substituted? Grape juice? Water. Water? Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. So in all those passages and all those verses where it says I turn my blood into wine or uh-huh. blah blah blah. We're just throwing that out and pouring Pretty in much. some Avion? It was just determined that the substance wasn't the critical part as much as the intent. So in theory, you could do you could have any liquid. I'm gonna vote for Mountain Dew. I I think so. The red. <laughs> Mountain Dew red. <laughs> That's a deep video game pull. <laughs> Holy God, Lance. <laughs> Question one. Reddit user Scoopity Poop asks. <laughs> Really good one. Jesus. <laughs> Dentist spit in my mouth. Oh. Today while I was at the dentist to get cavities redone. Sorry, I don't know the procedure. And while my dentist was numbing my mouth, he didn't have his mask on and was speaking to his assistant. I could see every single drop of spittle fall into my open mouth, and I wasn't really able to move, seeing as how he's pressing a needle into my face. Probably going to have nightmares about it for a while. The dentist is torture. You can't tell me otherwise. Wow. You ever spit in someone's mouth? (laughs) Not in the dental office. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having these visions, Lance, that I don't want in my head. Oh, man. Okay. I I have... I have a beef with the the wording used here. Okay. This is my same beef that I have with the term nip slip. Right? Okay. Like All right. This, I'll see something like on the internet about like Ariana Grande has a nip slip. Uh-huh. And it's like she's in a dress on some red carpet and like you can see a very little hint of her areola. Sure. I'm like that's not a that's not a nip slip. I need right. there to be an actual nipple out for there to be a nip slip. That's like an areola peak. This right. dentist did not spit in the patient's mouth. Correct. The dentist gleeked in the patient's mouth, basically, right? Sounds like it, yeah. That sounds like a great uh, a, a great game show. Gleek or lug? <laughs> and you have to decide, is it a gleek or is it a lug? Uh-huh. When... <laughs> When I read this, I thought the dentist literally like held the patient's mouth open and like uh-huh. gathered spit into his mouth and like forcibly spit it out of his mouth into their mouth. Kind of like That's the older the sibling illusion. where they they pin the younger one down yes. and they get the loogie and they let it drip and, and they just before it gets them they suck it right back up. 
Did you do that to Clint? I, I didn't, but I wanted to. Can, can you do it now? Hell no. You kick my ass. You think so? Probably. I think you're bigger. Am I? You've got dad strength. I do. He doesn't do. have dad strength. This is true. Can, this is he true. He can run a marathon, but that doesn't help you from being held down. Yeah, but he, he can run away, so there's that. The escape part is the uh, probably the bigger problem. Did the dentist really spit in their mouth? I highly doubt it. I mean, do you, would you call if this happened to you? Is that how you would describe it? No, I'd probably describe it a little bit more detail so we understand exactly what kind of. I mean, is this a a mist? Uh, is this he just has moist lips that as he speaks it kind right. of spittle goes everywhere? I mean, I don't know. Um, I'm sure it sucked for them. They so much that they had to go to the internet and share it with everyone. Time for therapy. Did you say hydrotherapy? No, I said it's time for therapy. I I just had a beautiful idea, Lance. But hydrotherapy sounds good. Hydrotherapy. Yeah. This is where patients pay to have the dentist spit into their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so what what disorders could we claim? that hydrotherapy could cure. Well, it balance your meridians. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we can absolutely say that there's some meridian stuff going on. We'll have to work on the copy of the, of uh-huh. the ad. Um, have you ever heard of a, of a fecal transplant? I have. Um, basically, the idea is that you... It's a, tough, it's a tough look for whoever came up with this idea. Yeah, uh-huh. But it's like a, so you, they take a stool sample from a donor and I think they do, they actually do a bunch of testing on the donors because they want people with, you know, really good, um, shit, I guess. Flora? I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know how they test this, but somehow they do some testing. Um, so healthy. I mean, my, how do you donate? Healthy, how do you find out you're a good donor? Do you just, yeah. They, so I think they do some culturing <laughs> and they find out like, do you have a, a healthy microbiome uh, uh-huh. in your, in your, in, in your colon and in your, in your intestines? And if so, uh-huh. Then you're a good candidate, and so then they take a sample, and I guess they do something to it. I'm not 100. I think they centrifuge it or something, mm-hmm. and then they transplant that in with like I'm assuming a turkey baster into. I a think patient. it's like a beer bong. They just is uh, it a beer pong? Yeah. Is it a, is it a boofing device? They ba- and so basically you boof some other person's poop, <laughs> uh-huh. right? It's kind of they're making boofing great again. Yes, we're making it great, and uh, it it's supposedly very effective for people like with IBS and diverticulitis and yeah uh, I had a Crohn's former assistant and I had a former assistant that had a fecal transplant and how'd it go apparently it was successful but she still was always had dietary restrictions and her life was just kind of upside yeah, down but I guess but, better than it would have been without it yeah so I'm thinking the same kind of thing here Right, we're we're talking about a a a saliva transplant. Uh huh. So we could definitely market this to like zero stomach patients. There you we go. Could market this to people who have microbiome issues, uh, oral microbiome issues. We could market this to people who have like high caries risk. Uh huh. You know that kind of thing, right? And so Makes we sense. offer like, hey, listen, I'm a dentist. I've got the best. I got the best spit there is. That's right. The best That's right. spit there is. 
And I'm going to give you some of that in order for you to make your health better. Let me hold your face open and just hawk a lug right That's straight right. into your That's mouth. That's right. And the best business model is it's not a one-time thing. You, no, you need to no, come no, back. No, 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 yeah. This is like, um, this is like uh, have you ever had allergy shots or did any of your kids have to go get allergy shots? No, uh-uh. Those bastards make you go every week for that shit. Oh, really? Yeah. So For how long? When I was a kid, I was, and I still am, pretty allergic to junipers, like uh, cedar trees. Oh, wow. And there's a, a certain uh, season for that in Texas. It's like from Christmas till Valentine's Day. So we just we just left cedar season. Gotcha. Um, and when cedar season is bumping, um, pretty much everyone in San Antonio's face is just on fire all the oh, time. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, so, I mean, so, no gin for you? No what now? No gin? Uh, I can drink gin. Gin doesn't. Uh, okay. All right. Gin doesn't bother it too much. Okay. Um, it's more like the the trees, the pollen off the trees that live here. But God, could you imagine? Gotcha. I wouldn't have to. I wouldn't be able to get a gin and tonic. Exactly. No beef eater for me. No Bombay Sapphire. Uh huh. That'd be a tough look. Um, and so when I was a kid and I first started an allergy shots, they used to just give it to you. They give you some tuberculin syringes and these vials and all right, point one mil, mil and you know inject it into a deltoid or whatever and. Call us if you have a problem. And then hmm. I guess a few people died. <laughs> like went into <laughs> anaphylaxis. Huh. Yeah, they and did And so it they wrong. said, hey, we can't do that. We can't just give it to you to like let you inject whatever you're allergic to straight into your veins. Um, so then huh. they made you go to the doctor to get it. And what okay. really sucked was is they'd give you the shot. And, of course, you had to wait forever like to get the shot because they always ran behind. Of course. Then you couldn't just leave afterwards. You had for, to for fear stay. Of death? Yeah, you had to stay okay. for like thirty minutes to make sure you didn't go into anaphylaxis. So it's just the most boring shit, and that was every week. So this Damn. thing turned into like more than an hour every week. Of course, wow. And there were lines of people doing it because that was the only way to fix the problem that they had. So I think that this is a weekly exposure kind of deal, but. After we spit into your mouth, we can't just let you go. You got to chill for a little while, right? That's right. We got to make sure you don't have a reaction. None my, whatsoever. A, a reaction like gooey lug. <laughs> gooey lug therapy, I think. Uh, I think would be the the hottest thing for um, Sjogren's syndrome and xerostomia. You want to know the crazy thing, Lance? I do. You and me spitting in someone's mouth would be as effective as every other xerostomia <laughs> and Sjogren's <laughs> disease treatment there is. It's the same shit. It's the same thing. You can't tell me that anything else out uh -huh. there would be as good as that. If we just put, if we swish with some act or some other fluoride rinse uh -huh. and then spit into a xerostomic's mouth, that's as good as biotin. That's as uh -huh. good as any of the other xerostomia treatments because they're all garbage. Okay. They're absolutely all garbage. So, um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm somewhat befuddled, again, by the way they, they chose to word this because I, I just wouldn't say that someone spit into my mouth. Yeah, yeah, I think that— uh, I would use the word gleek. Is that a, is that a term you know? Yeah, uh, of course. Okay, okay. Um, this uh, brings me up another thought. He, it says here he didn't have his mask on. I don't know if you read, but mm -hmm. 
but there's a problem with masks right now. Yeah, apparently. Um, a lot of play, a lot of supply houses are running low on masks because of the uh, coronavirus thing. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do if we run out of masks, Lance? Uh, I guess hike up your shirt, the collar over your face, over your nose, and I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you this anyway. Okay. Would you cancel patients if you ran out of masks and couldn't get Fuck any? No. Right. Okay, good. Me too. <laughs> Jeez. Me too. I'm guarantee you that there are people out there that would though, right? Uh yeah. Yeah. I mean you could do those those I had an instructor that used one of those big plastic barriers that that had a foam liner for your forehead and then just covered your like, entire face. I mean you could go that far. Yeah. It's probably better than nothing. Probably. But But I um, wouldn't. Even if I didn't have that, I, I still wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I wouldn't clear my schedule. Hell no. We people we got we got rent, we got overhead, right. payroll. Come on, people. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, good. I'm glad we're on on the same page on that. Uh, would it surprise you to know that Scoopity Poop uh, <laughs> is a burner account with only one <laughs> post, and this is it? <laughs> not a shocker. No. Uh-uh. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> Question two. Matt asks. Any recommendations for an HR company that specializes in dental offices? I recently let an employee go for a multitude of reasons, and she wants unemployment. A major reason I let her go was vaping in the office and inside the office building. Luckily, many parts of the building are under video surveillance, and building management is willing to provide video footage. As a new business owner, I want to protect myself from further employee issues. Any recommendations? Yeah, pay the fucking unemployment. That's your take? <laughs> yeah, she wants unemployment. You know, you fired her. With cause. So he, he, I don't know I'd, what I'd like to know the Matt rest of the in. reasons. They said multiple multitude of reasons. If it was just the vaping. That's that's still a pretty decent reason, Lance. <laughs> in the office. Yeah, I mean I mean, she's in the wait in the reception area, or she's in the operatory. Yeah, that's one thing. But if she's trying to be discreet, and and I mean, I can't imagine she's like going to be doing it right at the front desk. I'm assuming she's hiding somewhere. Yeah. However, I still think it's a tough look. Yeah, but I just think here in Washington, she's going to get unemployment, so I wouldn't be. Yes, but they. I mean, literally, someone can rob your office. Yes. Walk out with a hundred thousand dollars of computer equipment, where you have them on video, and you and and you fire them, and you'd still have to pay them unemployment. Yes. That's how. So I don't think we should use Washington as the example. All right. Because I just don't. I don't think that's. Is that representative? I don't know. I don't yeah. think it is, is it? That's all I know. So I it's hard for me to I'm trying compare. to figure out where Matt is. Um Denver. Yeah. I'm assuming life is better in and so here's the other problem with Denver is yeah. you don't know what's in the vape. True. This is true. Yeah, I'd like to know the other reasons, too. Okay. I texted my friend, Carrie Smith, okay. who who has a couple companies. One is sort of an HR company called Dundesk, 
that's a cool company. We use Dundas to make sure we have like all our certifications done and OSHA and HIPAA and all that garbage. Um, and they have sort of an office manual that you input and then every employee has got to sign off on it and all that kind of stuff. I texted Carrie to find out his take on this and he hasn't texted me back yet. However, I feel like I know what his, his response is going to be. And I don't think you're going to like it, Lance. Okay. Well, I might like it. (laughs) I just might not be able to implement it. My hunch is he's going to say, if it doesn't say no vaping or smoking in your office manual policy, that you couldn't fire somebody over it. Yeah, that sounds about right. Which I I dislike this because it's sort of like, do we just have to come up with every crazy, like it didn't say I couldn't snort crack off a patient's ass Uh in the waiting room. Yeah. Like, do I have to put that in my manual? Well, I will say my manual has uh, expanded over the years that it's very specific because every of- time you've gotten burned on something, <laughs> it goes in there. Uh huh. Lance's manual has become the burn book. It pretty much. Lance's office burn book is what it is. And he's just burning people that used to work for him. Like this bitch, Roxanne, uh-huh. she would come in and she would stink like she worked at Pike Place Fish Market. So no working at Pike Place Fish Market while you work at Timmerman Family Dentistry. Something like well, that. We do have a hygiene um, recommendation because we had a, a, a person from another country who you had a stinky hy- boy had a stinky boy. And this, the other employees were complaining to me. You need to go talk to Aaron. Oh, fuck. I'm no, How am I, what am I supposed to say? Uh, here's a gift. It's a bar of soap. It's, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's a conversation I don't want to have as a business owner. Say, hey, nope. wash your balls. Yeah. <laughs> so I I never did have that conversation, but once she was gone, I, I put that in the, the book. You know, just a minimal amount of, of hygiene is required. Is that legal? Can you do that? I don't know. I probably should talk to Carrie. <sighs> I just feel like like we're a medical facility, like we're a healthcare facility. Yeah, I think we veiled it under that. You know, make sure that uh, you well. So everything's I, well I don't feel like and- I, I should have to tell people like, hey, don't smoke a spleef while you're working. I shouldn't have to tell everybody that. Uh huh. Don't stick your finger into a light socket. Yeah. Yeah. My former assistant that was the chronic alcoholic that had the ankle bracelet, uh, um, yeah, we had to, to say, you can't be drunk at work. You, We shouldn't have to say that, Lance. I agree. But I think we have to start saying shit. Well, I agree. <laughs> so you're kind of cool if you have somebody that vapes as long as they do it in secret. You know, it's honestly, I'm a big fan of the don't ask, don't tell. If If I have to... So you're Bill Clinton from 1996. Absolutely. If I can't tell, and 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 you're not flaunting it, and and I, so if you're doing a good job of masking it, then fine. I didn't. It didn't happen. It's a tree in the woods. Let me ask you this. Let's say it's not vaping. Let's say it's cigarettes, Mm -hmm. and let's say they're not doing it on clock, meaning they're only doing it at lunch break and after work or before work. But a patient complains about the cigarette smell. Yeah, I talked to him about you got to mask that better. You're not doing a good enough job. Is that um, a fireable offense, though? I don't think so. In fact, I think it's probably protected. 
I, no, smoking status cannot be a protected entity, right? It sure seems like it. No way. Let's Google this. Okay. This is the portion of the show where I Google shit. <laughs> um, is smoking status fireable? I don't know how else to search for that. Yeah, I'm not sure how to... Federal law does not regulate smoking in private workplaces. However, several states have passed laws to prohibit smoking at work in one way or another. Some some states have a total ban on smoking in indoor workplaces, public and private. But there is, uh, let's see, this is on Wikipedia, the smoker protection law. In the United States, smoker protection laws are state statutes that prevent employers from discriminating against employees for using tobacco products. Currently, 29 states in the District of Columbia have such laws, although laws vary state by state by state. So what I'm looking at here, um, California, not specific to tobacco use, but covers all lawful activities, but hasn't been interpreted by the courts as not creating any new substantive rights. So... They don't have a specific law that says that they have smoker protection, but there is um, uh, something that says you can't discriminate some uh, against an employee doing something that's legal. Colorado has the same thing. It's not specific uh-huh. to tobacco use, but it covers all lawful entities. Texas and Washington don't have that, Lance. I'll be damned. So you could actually chuck somebody if they're a smoker. All right. And I Good to know. Too. But Good in to Colorado, you, it's a little bit more vague. There's four yeah. states that are vague. Colorado, California, um, North Carolina, and New York. Oh, interesting. I sort of stand with, with Matt here. Okay. Now, my hope is that he has stuff documented. He's got the smoking stuff documented, but again... Colorado, that may not get him anywhere. Yeah. Um, he's going to have to hope his other stuff holds up. Because he said there's a multitude of reasons. Right. We're going to have to hold, hope that multitude of reasons holds up. If they're a superstar employee and they snuck off to the bathroom at 3.30 every day to suck on a vape, a mango-flavored jewel. Uh-huh, yep. But they're a superstar employee. You See, that's, for that. that superstar status is going to get you far. Right. So Vape away, bad boy. Vape, vape away. I'm going to have, have buy-in. Use our supply. It's vape on. The, on it's in our cupboard. Say. Absolutely. Keep calm and vape on. There you go. Um, if you're a superstar, but that's the thing. How many of those are there? There's not that many. It's obvious that this person wasn't a superstar suit. So, you know, it's like Michael Jordan can be late to practice every once in a while, right? That's right. That's right. He, he's earned that status. So you got to earn it. If you want to vape at work, you have to earn it. That's right. You ever vape at work? I have not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still convinced that vape in that picture from 4th of July is yours. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> no, but it's just fun to say. Okay. <laughs> Um, God, do we want to do this last one? We'll do it fast because okay. we can go through it fast. Francine okay. asks, employee didn't come back from lunch. So do I take fault for this? A patient wanted a selfie with the hygienist. They called me from the middle of my procedure. I didn't know it was for a photo until I got up to the front. 
and it turned into a selfie with the staff minus my assistant who is with the patient. Employee smiles and leaves for a lunch, then texts, texts the office manager she won't be back today because her feelings are hurt and she doesn't feel like part of the team. Says she will be in tomorrow. I tried calling her from the office twice and once for my cell, no answer. So other than saying, hey, I'm sorry you got left out of a photo, what would you do in this situation? It might be relevant that she asked for a raise yesterday and I said I had to think about it. Gave her positive feedback along with some improvements I need to see from her. But overall, it was a good meeting. She seemed more engaged for the rest of the day. Do you remember the movie JFK with Kevin Costner? Uh, well, I remember it came out, but I never saw it. Okay. There's a, a fairly famous scene in it where he sort of dissects the Zapruder film. Okay. Uh, and that's where he does like down and to the left, down and to the left, down and to the left. That's where that comes from. Okay. I want to dissect the Zapruder film of this just right quick. We only have a couple okay. minutes. All right. This assistant asked for a raise. Uh-huh. The dentist says, I got to think about it. Here are some things I want you to work on. You improve on this, then we're good. Mm-hmm. That day or the next day, <laughs> she gets offended by not being in a selfie and doesn't come back to work the rest of the day. Guess who's not getting a raise? Guess who doesn't have a job, Lance? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, First you abandon off, me. You abandon me. You're, you're, you're gone. Just don't come there, back. There's a couple people who don't have a job now in this scenario. Uh-huh. One is the assistant who got upset for not being in the selfie. Uh-huh. The second is the person who came to get me to bring me up front in the middle of a procedure. Right. For a selfie. Are you, if I got up front... Like, hey, we really need to see you up front. And I have to, like, put down a handpiece that's spinning on a tooth. And yeah. I find out it's for a selfie. Yeah, I'm gone. And they I'm going to tear some shit down. For sure. Including whoever brought me up there for that. Yeah, that, that's pretty ridiculous. That's absolutely insane. Yeah, I don't even want to get up for a freaking hygiene check. Why would I go? Right, on and I'm for- making money on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm like, if a patient wants to take a selfie with me, like while I'm already in the room and yeah. like getting my gloves on and putting my um, coronavirus infested mask on, uh huh. To do their exam, they want to snap a selfie. Then I'm down. But don't pull me off a of prep. Are you no. kidding? Hell no. That's insanity. I would be I would be livid at that. Yeah. Not not a not a happy moment. Nope. What if it was Russell Wilson? I think that changes it a little bit. Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> if it's a celebrity, yeah. I mean, I hate yeah. to say it. Okay. I hate to I hate to be a star fucker, but <laughs> If it was if it was Russ, if it was Russell Hustle and Bustle Man Muscle Wilson, yeah, I might get up from what I'm doing to, for that. Yeah. But apart from that, just like regular old patient, I gotta tell you, I'm not into it. No, no, not at all. Now, that being said, once how do you feel about this assistant? No, she's gone. I mean You, you to I mean to you, this is a fireable offense. She left. She didn't come back. At, right. After, Over something lunch. really trivial. Yes. 
immediately after she asked for a raise. There's got to be other things then that right. uh, would, would this, be... This would yeah. not probably be an isolated incident. Exactly. This this type of person, that there's probably... This is just the last straw. Because honestly, if I can produce without you, I don't need you. So you just left. You proved we don't need you. So just don't come back. Yeah, that's true. It does not say... Francine does not say if she str- like struggled that afternoon. Uh-huh. Without the, without the assistant or not. Uh huh. But God, could you like? I mean, I'm thinking back to like my days of like working in a in a job where I was an employee of someone else's, and like you ask for a raise. Uh huh. Shit's on tight behavior, man. Hell yeah. Your shoes are polished. Everything's tucked in, and you know, pressed you're, and ironed. And, you're doing and all you're, this stuff that they said they need improvement on. You better damn you're well doing make it. Yeah. You're not then you're not not coming back from lunch because you weren't in a selfie. Yeah. Oh my god. Ridiculous. This is the generation that we've made, Lance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to know how the age of this assistant that behaved this way. It's got to be like 24, right? Seems like it. Why should this dentist says so? Other than saying, "Hey, I'm sorry, you got left out of the photo," what would you do in this situation? Nothing. That's it. Why are you apologizing? Exactly. She's just shit on you. Cost you money because you had to work less or do something. I mean, work harder. I mean, it just... No. She needs to apologize to you. Beg for her job back. Uh, Other details. She has good rapport with patients, but she's been talked to about cleanliness uh, i.e. the lab's a disaster, floors have stuff on them that doesn't get picked up during the room turnover, etc. Um, yeah, she's easily replaceable. Yeah. I'm just, like, that being that upset over something as stupid as that Exactly. is, wow. is ridiculous. So, I do feel like not showing up for work is a fireable offense, right? Yeah, like you well, it's in our that. it's in our manual, <laughs> right? Um, man, I I don't know if that if you could. It, I guess it depends on what state they're in, which we do not have that information. Uh-huh. Um, if this happened in Washington, you had this documented and they filed, you're fairly certain they would get the judgment in their favor, right? Probably, yeah, yeah. What does someone have to do in Washington to be denied unemployment? Is that to murder someone? Probably, yeah. Do you have to like write Helter Skelter and Death to Pigs and Minstrel Blood on the wall as you leave to like get denied? It's probably one way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone ever been denied in the state of Washington? Well, I mean, we had one where they actually quit and then filed. And we're like, oh, she left. She can't get it. <clears throat> we had one that was double dipping. She, um, I think I mentioned this before. She was pregnant and then just didn't come back. Uh, it said that she had carpal tunnel. So because of the pregnancy, so she was getting L and I and unemployment. And so L and I labor and industry, uh, you know, claim of workforce workplace injury. Okay. And, um, so finally we, it finally came out that, that both agencies found out that she was making a claim, and they're like, "Well, no, you can't do both." And ultimately, they um, one of one of the departments made, said that she needed to refund them four thousand dollars in benefits wow. that they paid out. 
And uh, what are the odds that she had four grand laying around? Who knows? Yeah, I, I yeah. So I do uh, know sometimes the uh, the system works. Have you besides that? Have you ever won? Um, Holly's done a good job a couple times on people that, uh, yeah, I had one where she wanted to file, um, because she was, she was crazy and, and, and quit on me, just abandoned the place because her boyfriend murdered the cat and, um, in front of her 13 year old daughter and life was too traumatic. So she didn't show up for two weeks and then I had replaced her. And so then she filed and I had to say, well, she abandoned and she should. I, yeah. So apparently, cat so it's got to be pretty substantial. Yeah, yeah don't cat, fuck with cats. I've heard that. I've I've uh, I've I've seen that on on the on the <laughs> Netflix. I've not watched it yet, but I have. It's just disturbing. Is it good? Is it's, it disturbing? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that's gonna have to be one I watch alone, probably. Yeah, there are a few parts where I had to fast forward. I didn't need to know some of the details, and uh, skip past that. Yeah, that's a tough one. I I, I yeah. don't know if it, and it's is it animal stuff? Uh it escalates to human. Okay, yeah, no, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out at animal. I don't need the escalation. The escalation makes it worse. Yeah. Um yikes. Yeah, so I mean I think this this is a great indicator of sort of where their head is at. This is after you had a talk with them about uh-huh. what they need to do and they were requesting a raise and all that and like despite all of that despite that recent conversation like that that, that conversation happened a year ago mm-hmm. it is literally like that just happened and you just bail because you're not in a selfie um i don't like that and nope. i think that's a that's an indicator that's a kpi that's a key <laughs> performance indicator <laughs> it sure is that uh there's there's some alarms. Uh, there's some some alarms about uh, this person's I don't I don't know eth- work ethic. I guess is how I would how I would say it. So you'd cut you'd cut bait. Yeah, yeah. She yeah, gone. Me too. Me too. Along with the person who pulled me to the front to take a freaking selfie while my handpiece is spinning. Yeah. Yikes! Tough look. Um. Is it is it my turn for a song? It is. Jesus, Lance. <laughs> I don't know if I have anything. I mean, I didn't even think about it. I did not even uh think about it. Um oh I got one. I do okay. have one. All right. Um so hey, share this with your friends. You know, we got our friend uh Tim uh in Provo who's walking to work and emailing his Gordon Christensen um uh, gang, the the Gordo gang that he's that he works with to uh, to listen. Why don't you share with your friends? Um, how about a, a rating on uh, one of the the uh, review sites? What's your favorite number, Lance? Big fan of five. Love number five as well. John Olerud. Uh, you know, if you're a a, a nineteen ninety eight Mariners baseball fan. Um, I think more 2001, up. but 2001. That's right. Was that the 116 win year? 2001. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. Um, uh, hit us up there on uh, iTunes with the five stars. Hit up, hit us up on the Stitcher with the five stars. Hit us up on the Spotify or the Google Play, or hell, if you're clicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Um, hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits. Facebook, working interference with Josh and Lance. 
and funny shit for dentists and dental team members. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Winterferences. Hit us up on Instagram at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram at Dr. Timmerman DMD. Uh, I can be found on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. Mash that follow button. Um, today I got into a flame war with Ooh. SF Dental Nerd. I don't know if you if you saw that. Uh, so I saw something. <laughs> he posted some shit about Sirac. Yeah. And the Sirac guys got a hold of it. And I just made jokes about influencers because I just yeah. like to make I like to make fun of influencers and people who think they're influencers and whatnot. And I like Brian, uh, uh-huh. who's the SF dental nerd. He spoke after me at VOD. Um I, I do like him, but he he sort of has the stance that everyone's an influencer. And I have the stance that like unless your name is John Coyce or Frank Spear or Tim yeah. Christensen, you're no one's an influencer. Yep. And so it's just kind of a fun back and forth. Um and and he screen grabbed some of the stuff that I said in the Sirac forum. Um, and people were calling him really mean names and I wasn't doing oh. that. I was just calling him an influencer in quotation marks. And I think he got, um, I think he got uh, a little, a little offended by that. And huh. we, had a, we had a nice back and forth today. So uh, uh, if you're going to get in a flame war, I recommend not getting into a flame war with someone who's got 31,000 followers. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tough look for your guy. Actually not. I stand by my deal. <laughs> um, this song is from, uh, I'm assuming, a Polish chick. Okay. <laughs> Her name is Carolyn Polacek. Let's look it up. Let's see if she's Polish or not. She could be Czech. She could be. Let's see. Let's see. You know more about Europe than I do. Eh. I know well, stuff. You've been there like a million times. I've been there well, a couple times. I've been, yeah. I, okay. Um, it says she's American, <laughs> so that doesn't help. <laughs> she's from New York. Um, she's an American musician. This song uh, is uh, is a, a great song that I heard on Alt Nation, but it's not a super Alt Nation sounding song. It's a hair more poppy, but uh, I think it's really good, and she's got a really good voice, uh, and the song is called So Hot, You're Hurting My Feelings. Um, which is how I feel about Lance when he takes his shirt off. It's just so hot. <laughs> it happens. It hurts my feelings. Um, so enjoy Carolyn Polacek. Um, and I'm, I'm, I don't know. Maybe she's half Polish and half Czech. Oh. Maybe it's not even her real name, and she is half Polish and half Czech. She's raised in Connecticut, so. Okay, well. Yeah. She's just white bright as it gets, I think. <laughs> As is everybody from Connecticut. Uh, enjoy Carolyn Polacek um, for uh, Lance Timmerman. I'm Josh Waston. Peace and stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>